We're gone. <laughs> and the yawnies begin. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start, re- <laughs> start recording when you were yawning. I was like, I'll just go. I can't help but start yawning oh, apparently when me. we record. I just don't understand why it happens. Why well, does burp so I'm gross? Oh, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You'll hear the shaking of a Toby in the background. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of itchy. Hi, Toby. He's... The biggest of brats. Lie down. Hi, big woofy baby. And he has to be in here with us. Yes. He's our podcast dog now. Yeah. Because it's better than him trying to get in the door. Yeah. And we have a, we have a baby puppy Yay. with us this week. Isn't he just the fluffiest? Babysitting the puppies. Yes. Yes. So good. We're, we're babysitting a cocker spaniel. Yes. Which is tiny. Kind of a long-legged cocker spaniel. I'm used to the ones that are, like, the shorter-legged. Yeah. yeah quite leggy. Well, it's kind of funny because Kyle said something about, like, oh, he has long legs. And Mom was like, no, I think you're just used to Toby. And I, I agree. I think he just has the long legs. I yeah, did no. not put this out far enough. There we oh, go. there we go. Now there we go. Like, now we're thinking with now portals. We're thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> You're thinking I'm not. <laughs> I I'm not sure about that. <laughs> what, what was the names you had? What the the Wisconsin girls, the Barbara? Oh, Barbara and Cookie. Barbara and Cookie. Oh, yeah, I love that so much. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Oh, Barbara, we need to go to a stitching bitch. <laughs> stitching bitch. Uh, stitching bitch. <laughs> we gotta go to to Trader Joe's and get some of those crackers you love so much. Exactly, gotta love them crackers with the salt <laughs> on the top. You know it. You know, the quilted tops. I don't know why, but the like the accent for it is Wisconsin, right? Like Wisconsin, North Dakota y Fargo y weirdness. Nebraska. Really hard eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost Canadian, but not quite. Yeah. I don't know why, but that just feels like a warm hot toddy whenever yeah. I hear it or speak it. It's just comforting in a kind of annoying way. Yeah. Also a little Chicago. A little Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's well windy and cold today. <laughs> oh god, the wind. <laughs> The wind the, killed me. The wind was so bad yesterday. Yeah. I was outside. For I almost all got of it. sand in my eye delivering mail, and I was like, no. no. I just, I, I did one of these. I was like, God, no. Because <laughs> yeah. I had the door open. I'll get you protective goggles. Because, yeah, like, as long as you're going less than 15 miles an hour and you have your seatbelt on and you're not going through an intersection, you can drive with the door open. Oh. That's but that's basically through like residential areas like this, so then oh, it's it easier sense. to hop in and Instead hop out. Of going ju- ju- yeah, ju- but like right. the second I turned to go to the mailbox, it was like wind. I'm like, ah, no, my eyeballs. Because oh. you know I'm in contacts. Yeah, so I'm like, and then my hands are dirty. I'm like, how would I even get my contact out of my eye? Because my hands are dirty. <laughs> so you're like blind and oh numb. god, like three forty eight in the afternoon. I'm like, help. <laughs> can't say say help the stranger come on <laughs> come on you should eventually have a little bucket that yeah. hangs around you that's like alms for the poor <laughs> if you hear a clink but thank you thank kind you, sir thank oh, you ma'am. kind sir oh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so oh god yeah adventures in windy land adventures in windy land and wind makes me so agitated me too like it makes me feel weird and nervous and then i'm just like oh it's a beast <laughs> Except when it's windy rain. Yeah. I like windy rain. Because yeah. then it I'm just inside. gets everywhere. As long as I'm inside. True. If I'm outside of it, then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm cold and wet. Oh, and windy. It gets to your bones <laughs> it when does. it's like that. It gets in there. It gets in there, you know? But 
Yeah. A nice windy rainstorm makes me just, ah. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, inside. Inside. With a nice cup of tea. Tea and a blanket. And a blanket. And sometimes a cat on my lap. Aww. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are just the floofiest little babies. Such floof. They're still not super lap cats, but. Well, well Mona's going to be two in yeah. May and she's still not really yeah. lappy. Yeah. She, she has to be near us, but yeah. she doesn't go on us. On us yet, yeah. Yeah, she'll go... Like the chair in the living room. Yeah. There's the TV tray here and then uh-huh. the table here. She'll go back and forth between us. She uses this as a bridge. There we go. Like six times. Cat bridge. <laughs> I did wake up with uh, cat paws on my throat. Oh. <laughs> so Julia is a secret snuggler. So she actually got up here again oh. in my chest area. And I woke up and I could feel just the hint of like a little thumbnail. Like, scraping my throat, like, yeah, I could kill you. <laughs> I love you, but I could kill you. But then you. I was like, oh, soft boss. Oh, oh, kitten. Hello. Oh, kitten. Hello, kitten. And she was just like, brruh, brruh. Yes. Yes. Love your mommy. Go to bed. <laughs> Stop playing in the closet. Oh, I'm so glad that you found a cooter. Yes. <laughs> Him and his dad are just the cutest things. Cooter. Oh, hello, cooter. <laughs> cooter, did you know that some people do not like you? <laughs> yes, that is whack, Gooter. So, so cute. It's so freaking funny. I uh, love it. I love, I love it. it so much. It's so cute. I watched the same one like 15 times and I'm still like, <laughs> That's, and that's why you should never download TikTok. Yeah. Because that's all it is. Oh, yeah. You find, you start to find things and it's like the Google algorithm and it oh. starts recommending other things. And yes. then before you know it, you're two hours in and you've saved 50 videos into your favorites and you go back and rewatch yes. them. And, and But you start at 1101 and now it's 355 in the morning and you're like, ah! <laughs> you're like, that couldn't be two hours. Yeah. It's four hours. Oh, God! <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I saw a TikTok where it said, <laughs> "It said you hear the birds outside, and you realize that you've been up all night." Oh, oh, I fucked up. Oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I've done that a couple times with some books. I've done that with books, and I've done that with video games, and I've done that with anime. Oh, I I've binged a couple of hello a couple time of, suck. Oh yeah, let's see. Try to think. I did that with. Madoka Magica, because it's 12 episodes, uh-huh. so it tricks you, uh-huh. because once you get through episode three, then you can't stop. Yeah. If you don't stop before three, you're fucked. Uh-oh. And you think, it's only 12 episodes? Uh, <laughs> no. Six hours later. Six hours later. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Three hours. But you know, at midnight, that's Six, a lot three, of time. what does it matter? What does it matter? See, I don't have a full brain either. No. This is going to be fun. Oh, this is going to be a good time. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I can tell you that much right now. Yeah, yeah. The last time, yeah, the last time I pulled an all nighter with a book was over the summer. Oh my god! Because I finished reading The Savior's Champion. Oh yeah! And it was the middle of summer, so it was hot as balls. So I said, I might as well stay until the sun comes up and then mow the lawn, right? And then go to bed. There you go. And then I did. Oh, oh so a, nice. That was a long day. <laughs> it was a long damn day. Yeah. And he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Our cooter is sleeping. <laughs> or Toby. Toby. <laughs> Suspendies, we've been a little off schedule. Oh, God. We're sorry. Yes. I don't know what day it is. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. I actually thought it was Saturday after I knew it was Sunday almost all day. That's okay. Yeah. We're a little off our game. We're a little off our game, but sometimes that's fun. Oh, sometimes it can be fun. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. As long as I don't fall asleep sitting up like a bird. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is why we're saying you have angry things today. Yes, like things that disappoint you and fill you with rage. Yeah. That is is this going to be our first who hurt you? Yes. I suppose. Who hurt you and just why? Just why? Just why? Yes. Why? Yes. Mm, see, I'm still burping, so your yawning it's is... okay. <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. It's okay. So, this was like Disappointment City... For what we're talking about with the who hurt you. Yes. So, so something we were looking forward to. And then once we saw it, we were, or read it. Yeah. It can be anything, exactly. honestly. Because I, I got a couple. Uh-huh. I got a couple. You got a couple. I got a couple. But it's, you know, something you were super excited for. And then when it came, it utterly crushed your soul. Yes. Or something you're like, oh, I've never heard of it before. I'll give it a go. And then you're just like, that wasted my life. Yes. Waste of time. Not even like a fun waste of time. It just wasted. Yes. <laughs> I am dying faster because of it. Yep. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, it really, when, when something makes you realize your mortality. Yeah. Because you said, I wasted time and now I'm closer to death. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. And now I can't get that time back. But now we're using that time. Uh-huh. And the power of podcasts. Exactly. So the thing that I'm going to talk about is... Yes. Primarily DC cinematic movies. Yes. Because I have... A couple opinions. <laughs> opinions. <laughs> opinions. I'm giving. I, I am. I'm. I'm two people. I am channeling two people. Yes. I am channeling Kyle because yeah. his disappointment was kind of adorable and it made me sad. Right. <laughs> but it also makes me laugh. And well, because he tried so hard. He tried so hard, and he loves. He he was justifying the shit out of that. He loves DC, <laughs> yeah. so it's really hard for me to be like, "But honey, that sucked." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, it's not that bad." But I'll, I'll get to that because I have a story for that. But my biggest disappointment with the DC cinematic movies is Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. I was so excited for that movie. Shots fired. Bang, bang. I was so excited for that movie. Yes. And the cast, the cast was good. Yes. The people they picked for the cast was good. Great. Yes. And the fact that it won an Academy Award for costumes makes me angry. Right. Because... I can't argue that the costumes were good, but that movie doesn't deserve anything. Right. The story, the action, and just, like, even the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Did I say action sequences twice? See, I no, don't you just said brain. action. Okay. The, yeah, the the big, okay, the big baddie fight at the very end yeah. was so stupid. And who was the bad guy fight um, between? <sighs> Me and names. I know it's a witch character, uh-huh. and she's magic, and like an, I think she's infused with some sort of demon because that's how Daisy likes to do a lot uh-huh. of things. I'm looking up the cast because so I can get the like name. So it's not like Wanda. No. Um, Who comes by it honestly, mutation wise? <laughs> um. Oh. Um. What like WandaVision? Wanda? Yeah. Oh, that's Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, but like she's a, she's like witch person. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she has witch. like powers. But yeah, no, I think. But I this think, is like a demon. Yeah, this is like was a human and then got in, empowered with um demon power. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Oh good, I can spell that at least. Um, ding ding. And then I could. Oh yeah, and Jared Leto's Joker. Jared Leto's Joker was just so. Much? Not good. It was too much. It's too much. And between the crazy ass green hair and then the overabundance of tattoos and the silver the grill. grill and just the the tattoos. Oh god. Yeah. Did you did you see Suicide Squad? No. Okay. Well. And at first I was intrigued and then after a while I'm like 
But this isn't really, and I'm not a DC person, really. Yeah, I'm Enchantress, more of a I think. Person. Yeah, Enchantress. So she, yeah, I think. See, it's all starting to come back to me now that I'm starting to unlock the yeah. anger because I've repressed it. <laughs> I could be wrong. Anyone could get mad at me. I don't really care. Yeah. When I don't remember things, it's because I didn't like them. Yeah. But when they piss me off enough, I remember enough. But I think it was some sort of cursed object because she's an archaeologist or something, something like that. Uh-huh. And she gets empowered by this ancient female Loki-esque demon demon lady. And yeah. it's it's just bad. It's just bad because they, they're fighting and they have the huge charge up like everyone pitches mm. in moment and it just... Because Suicide Squad is bad people. Yes. Who are fighting. Yeah, so the... Other pre- bad people. Yeah, the premise of Suicide Squad and the premise of it is good and there's an animated DC mm-hmm. movie. All the animated DC movies are really good. Mm-hmm. Animated DC is... Great. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. But mm-hmm. they are criminals that get voluntold mm-hmm. by the government that yes. they are going to go into places that will probably kill them, mm-hmm. fix this problem, and... After they basically kind of round them up and they're like, well, this is your choice. Yeah, they... You they, get to go to prison? They usually implant them with some sort of chip that if yeah. they disobey, it explodes their heads. Ah. So that's how they keep them wrangled in. Okay. But if they successfully complete a mission and don't die, mm-hmm. they get uh, time taken off of their sentence. Oh, okay. So that's kind of what they do, but... Do they really actually take time off? Probably not. No. They're just like, oh, we've got another one for you. Yeah. And Walker, I think is her name, is the lady that runs Suicide Squad. She's Mm -hmm. kind of the government anti-bad guy hero lady person that the Justice League and Suicide Squad. DC S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, except she's kind of a bitch, but she's also kind of just doing her job. Right. So she's just a badass lady who's just not very nice. Okay. But so that's the premise of Suicide Squad is they send these people in to deal with the stuff that would probably kill anyone else. And they say, hey, if you die anyway, no skin off our backs. And they say, cool. Yeah. Because if they they, uh, turn it down, then their heads explode. But they also get to be out there causing mayhem, which is kind of what they like. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a win-win-lose-lose situation. Yes. Yes. So the premise of Suicide Squad is cool, and I thought after how good um, Guardians of the Galaxy was, right. and I know that's Marvel, yes. but it's it's kind of the same ragtag... Yeah, these mis- weird outskirts of not the main, you know, X-Men, Justice League, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you exactly. Know, the hero parts. <clears throat> yeah, and the <clears throat> animation one is good, but mm-hmm. just everything in the story, it's... It's badly paced. There's an action scene, and then all of a sudden they're in a bar talking about shit, and Holly Quinn's, like, breaking glasses with her bat. What? And just everything about it it doesn't fit. I remember it made me so angry from a storyteller's perspective, too. I kind of wish I'd gone back and looked at how the story went. It just feels kind of choppy. It feels really choppy, and it feels like all of the bad parts that they could have kept, they did, and everything that made it good, they got taken out. Because there was a couple of good parts with just the actors, Uh because they're good actors. Of course. It just got ruined by something in the story. Oh. Or or something like Jared Leto's Joker would show up. Or it's distracting and... It's just and, bad. Because at the at the time of Suicide Squad, the Joker and Harley Quinn are not together anymore, right? Um, or they kind of are? They kind of are in Suicide Squad. It's Birds of Prey, the Harley oh, Quinn movie. which is after the fact. Okay. Yes, which I did watch also. And that yeah. one is... Better. Better. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. If Maybe it's, it just has less to be 
about you know it yeah and it was kind it's of, more centralized on one person kind of character yeah harley quinn is the main <clears throat> focus of the yeah. movie but the birds of prey is four other ladies right and who are also anti-hero types kind of yeah, yeah. some are a little harley quinn is probably by far the most uh destructive one right and everyone else is kind of just trying to make it through like yeah. one's an ex-cop okay and she just got dicked over by her male partner mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they're just kind of trying to get even but they're not as crazy as yeah. she is right and oh yeah <laughs> Emancipation. yeah the emancipation of harley quinn that was uh-huh. the other part of that title and it, it's good yeah. i liked it and it doesn't shove the whole like look at these badass ladies yeah. being ladies yeah and badass like it doesn't do that quite in hot as bad pants, but also badass yeah and in high heels but also badass i mean it does kind of have yeah. that but you know the the, yeah. the action sequences in that one were really good because they were a lot more tight-knit yes and condensed and it okay. made it more I don't want to say realistic, but enjoyable. Okay. So that that was nice, and I, yeah. I'm not looking forward to the second Suicide Squad. Ugh. I'm really not. And it, it's just, it's so funny. Why would D- they even go for that? I think it's kind of a sequel slash reboot. <laughs> because so are going to try it again? Pretty much. Because it's going to make them money regardless. Oh, God. If you slap DC on it, people yeah. will go watch it. Just like if you slap Marvel on it, it's going to make money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Star Wars. Yeah. God, I, Kyle and I are so tired of Star Wars shit. <laughs> so tired of Star Wars. I know I'm Star Wars I'm not hugely been... into it to start, so I'm just like... I'm not yeah. horribly either. Yeah. I kind of want to watch Mandalorian, other than yeah. just the last episode that it has right now. Right. Because it's good. Yeah. But it's just... Uh... Some people are heavily invested. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got their thing. It's just space wizards. <laughs> which is an Use argument. Which is just something that pisses people off. Space but wizard. Space wizards. You're a space wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with the with the DC Cinematic Universe right now, they have had some really good movies. Yep. Like Aquaman was actually really good. Ooh. I actually really enjoyed Aquaman. All I think of is Howard. Or no, um, Kuzipalli. Big Bang Theory. I don't want to be Aquaman. Aquaman sucks. <laughs> yeah, but that was until Jason Momoa played yeah. him. Yeah. And I mean, God, you could honestly watch that movie yeah. for him alone. Yeah, because Mr. Beefcake. Because yeah. he's just so nice to he's, look at. Yeah. But he is actually also a really good character. Yes, and a really good actor playing a really good character. Yeah, he is. And they did the more badass king of atlantis uh uh-huh. angle of aquaman rather than like friendly dolphin boy <laughs> yes they just he i mean people started calling him aqua bro uh-huh. which fits perfectly right so that movie is really good i yeah. super enjoy it shazam also uh-huh. really good yeah i'm also kind of excited slash scared for the sequel which is called black adam and it's supposed to have the rock in it okay it's either gonna be really good or <laughs> why it's gonna be like the third mummy scorpion movie Oh, yeah. I never made it that far. I don't think I ever... I think I've watched The Scorpion King on, like, TNT. Yeah, I think I've seen Benson Parts. I know I've seen The Mummy. Yeah. I feel like I've seen The Mummy, too, or at least most of it. I've seen The Mummy Returns. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I love that series. Love that series. I did not watch it until I was much older Mm. because I thought it was a lot scarier. Yeah. And maybe when I was younger it would have scared me, but I watched it when I was older and I just said, oh, it's... Not that bad. It's campy enough where you're just oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, run away from the bugs. Oh, he just turns into a dust monster every time you hit him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The big moment <laughs> yeah. is pretty. That that one's kind of like, that yeah. probably would have scared me as oh, a yeah. younger. As a little one. Yeah. As a little one. 
Um, but I've always loved Egypt, so I was like, bring it! Oh, I know. <laughs> and Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. No. Oh, I've had a... I've had a, say, I don't know if craving is the right word, but like when you want to watch something really yeah. bad, I really wanted to watch The Prince of Egypt again. Again? again? I haven't watched it in a long time. No. A couple of years. I still haven't seen it. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. You do that for Passover. Yeah. Because that's it's the story, <laughs> story of Passover. Passover. Yeah, we should probably do that. We should figure out when Passover is. It's close to Easter, isn't it? Um. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh. I barely know Christian holidays. Do I know Jewish holidays? Well, I do know Jewish holidays. Uh, I don't remember if Passover and Good Friday are the when same thing. When is Passover? I know Passover is before Easter. It's right before Easter because that's the Last Supper. It's a Passover. Passover 2021. Saturday, March 27th is when it begins. March 20. Oh. It ends the evening of Sunday, April 4th. Which is? Because Passover goes over oh so it goes over all the plagues then i'm assuming Uh, well passover is when that they had to do the blood above the door yes so yeah passover's the story of how moses gets the slaves the jewish slaves out of egypt out of the pharaoh's power and they do oh jesus i don't remember how many plagues tell us about your jesus knowledge I go to church. Jeezy crazy. But I don't remember anything. I remember. She doesn't go to church because she has to. Or wants to. Well, she has to. Well, I want I want to because I, I sing in a choir. You want to because you sing in a choir, but not because you want to learn the Jesus. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like to think of it as, as religion is interesting. A case study? Yeah. Because the, the stories of religion oh, yes. are interesting to yes. me. They truly are. Yes. When you get down to it, the Prince of Egypt is actually a wonderful mm-hmm. explanation of the, of, well, yeah, the first part. Yeah. They, they end it with him climbing to the mountain, coming down with the Ten Commandments. Ah. That's how they end it, which is like a nice tie-in. And right. then that, that's a whole other story yes. of the Ten Commandments and all that. And I barely yeah. remember that one too. Right. But no, there's, there's locusts and Frogs, I think, are two separate ones, and then there's boils, um, famine, yeah, because all the cattle and the yes. crops die. I want to say there's seven. I think, yeah, fire rains from yeah. heaven. Yeah. Um. Oh, the the river of blood is yes. the first one. River of blood. And then and then the first the death of the first one. Yeah. So yes. seven. Ha. Huh. <laughs> I did remember, and I think yeah, it goes over a week. Yeah. And the last plague is Passover. Yes. Because if like God came down to and I'm probably butchering this, I feel actually kind of like almost sacrilegious for trying to explain this because I'm the least religious person. I would say if you're a religious person and you don't know, then it's sacrilegious. So you're fine. <laughs> cool. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch. Wallet <laughs> and watch. Yeah, so God came down and told Moses that yes. the last plague would take the firstborn child of, of every, every family, yeah. unless if they sacrificed a lamb and put the blood above the, the door, above the door, yes. and then it would pass over their yes. house. Yes, yes, and then they have a meal. Yeah, to celebrate that because celebrate everything with food. Yeah, that's a normal human thing. Vundabar, I love Vundabar. it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a long tangent. That was a good tangent, though. It is though. But we yes, we should watch that movie because it's wonderful. I yeah, love it. The music, I've heard. the music is phenomenal. And I've heard, you know, when you believe and everything, you know, it's, it's such a the good major song. song that was the biggest hit. Yeah, 
Um, the opening song is sung by a, an extraordinarily famous um, Hindi singer. Ah. Like they actually had like the most famous pop singer from India or from yeah. Israel. I'm sorry, I am not that inept with Middle Eastern countries, especially. Right. And I apologize for my ignorance. Let me see if I would know who that is. Um, if um, it's. I can hear the song, but I just can't remember the title of it. It's done by Eden Regal and Alfrahaza. Alfrahaza. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, she... I do not know that one. She... I think she passed away in mid-2000s, mm. maybe early 2000s, but she... I, I listened to some of her music after, and she is awesome. Mm. She's very, very... Yeah, she's an Israeli singer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she was an Israeli Yemenite Jewish singer, Ooh. actress, and uh, Grammy Award uh, nominee recording art- artist, commonly known in the Western world as the Israeli Madonna or <laughs> Madonna of the East. Her voice is described as a tender mezzo-soprano, um, and she died February 23rd of 2000. I love you and your research. Yes. Very much thanks. She was born in Tel Aviv, and she died in Ramat Gan, Israel. Ramat Gan. Yes. Oh, cool she name. died from AIDS-related pneumonia. Oh. Oh, that's so sad. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that that is a movie that does not cause me <laughs> the, the right. anchors that we were talking about. Oh, oh that was a good diversion. Yes. <laughs> but yes, if, if you... Oh, she became infected because of a blood transfusion. Oh, that's so Following sad. Following a miscarriage. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. That is so sad. I thought she was kind of... Like, she was... Young. Yeah, she was pretty young. past, yes. Very much so. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about the downer. <laughs> no, well, we're talking about Ruffle. angry... We're talking about angry things. Might as well throw a little Talk sad in there. Talk about some sad things. Some sad things. Sad things. Oh. I'll use that as a segue yeah. of Kyle's sadness. Because <laughs> I was talking about how I said I'm, Our I'm new scared segment. for the... Kyle's sadness. Kyle's sadness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of a little concerned about the new Shazam sequel because yeah. the other DC movie I quite enjoyed was Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Love the first one. Yes. Second one. 84 is not... Good. Oh no! It's not good. Once it's, again, shots fired. Bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an unpopular opinion. No, it's not. Sadly. Well, the thing is, is it's not terrible. Right. It's watchable. Yes. Which is not a high it's just bar. Super campy. It's super. And yeah, it's super. It's super campy, which right. automatically threw me off. Yeah. Because the first one was supposed to be so like serious and like yeah, it takes place legit. During, ter- takes place during World War One. Yeah. It's a little more serious, and I'm not saying that you can't have a movie that takes place during World War One and have a sequel in the '80s. Right. You can do it that. It just needs some continuity and some some common ground. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, throw something in the 60s in yeah. there in between. Yes. Because that'd be in between the two and the 60s had the Cold War and right. you could kind of maybe build up to that. Because the 40s and the 80s couldn't be any different. Oh, yeah. Like, night and day. Oh, yeah. Well, and just the, the color scheme yeah, of well, Wonder Woman 1 yeah. versus well, 84. I mean, yeah, you had, you know, the mustard gas yeah. and the trenches. The worst horrible war, like, in human history. Was, oh, yeah. And then you go to the 80s. Where it's, like, neon and... Ugh. And parachute pants. Yeah. 
And curly big hair. Yes, and all this stuff. And I'll, okay, I'm going to give spoiler warnings to anyone. Oh, I should, do you care? I don't care because I don't think I'll watch 84. Okay. Or if I do, I'll just be like, oh yeah, there's that part. (laughs) Yeah. So spoilers for 1984, Wonder Woman 1984. If you care, you can watch it. Like I said, it's not terrible. It's watchable. Right. Some of the action scenes are, well, the action scenes are really cool. Right. Except they completely botched one cool thing, which pisses me off. And I'll talk about that. But the saddest thing was I kind of, I'll judge things pretty quickly if I like them or not. If I really like them, the more I think about it, usually the more I like it. Mm -hmm. Because if it makes me think, usually means I like it. Yeah. If it's something like that, and I get to the end and I say, I mean, that was entertainment, I right. guess. It wasn't great. Yeah. My opinion is probably not going to change. Yes. I might agree with someone if they say, oh, well, this was cool. I say, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Kyle tried to defend it. He did. He, he tried, really did. He tried so hard. We lamb. <laughs> oh, oh, we lamb. We lamb. And then about a week or a couple of days after we watched it, all of a sudden he just looks at me and he goes, you know, I should really wait a week to pass judgment on something. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Uh-huh. I said, okay, you all right? And he just looks at me. And he goes, Wonder Woman wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, honey. Poor guy. <laughs> because I couldn't disagree. <laughs> and there was the birth of the segment, Kyle's sadness. Kyle's sadness. <laughs> and then he just kind of went into his rants about why it wasn't good. And oh. I agreed with all of it. Oh, because no. there were so many things that they could have done minor tweaks and it would have been better. Right. So I'll give you the main skeleton core of the story and why it's bad. Right. <laughs> so Wonder Woman sags her boyfriend from the first one is dead. Yeah. Because he died in the war. Sad. Sad. Uh, Chris Pine, yep. the only non-Marvel Chris. Who is also playing a Star Trek character, because he was Kirk. Yes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> so, Chris Pine's dead. Yeah. Wonder Woman's sad. Totally makes sense. Sure. It was yeah. the first man she ever loved. Sure. She can be sad about that. Yeah. Whatever. And then, there's... I'm going to forget names. I'm actually going to pull this up, because I can remember names for now, but right. I know I'm not going to remember all of them. And then you get introduced to Barbara, who is... Turn- into cheetah uh-huh. eventually yes. she's the one that turns into the cheetah lady yeah and she's nerdy and smart and no one really pays attention to her or mm-hmm. likes her and i already hated that trope because yeah. it's it overdone says, it's overdone and it mm-hmm. says oh you're nerdy and awkward so automatically no one likes you mm-hmm. sucks to be you and it's and you have to have some kind of magical transformation to be cool yeah barbara minerva is her yeah. name Played by uh, Kristen Kristen Wiig. And she was good. (laughs) Yeah. She was good as the character. And, you know, she's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. So that was already kind of annoying. And the main antagonist is Maxwell Lord, Mm -hmm. who is... He kind of symbolizes the 80s version of more is better. Okay. The greedy 1980s thing. The me. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Which is... An interesting angle to go for. Right. I do agree with that. Right. And then there's an ancient wishing stone that was made by a devious god that if you wish for it, it's like a monkey's paw. Okay, you lost me. (laughs) (laughs) It's already getting a little... Yep. Convoluted. Yeah. Well, I mean... And that's, yeah. that's DC. They have the Lazarus pit that brings people back to life just a little bit more crazy every yeah. time. okay. So, you know... Got it. Magical mumbo-jumbo yeah. DC I can usually pass. But there's the wishing stone... 
Maxwell Lloyd wants to get the wishing stone right. so he can become the wishing stone and grant everyone's wishes. And then he is all powerful and makes this magical paradise where everyone gets their wishes and happy. Okay. Sure. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. So Barbara wishes that she was cool like Diana yeah. because Diana is the only person ever who's nice to her and she's beautiful and she's powerful and everyone loves her and she wishes to be like Diana. Yeah. And that, in turn, turns her into Cheetah. Cheetah. So it gives her strength, but it takes away her humanity. Because it's the monkey's paw. So it gives you your wish, but it takes away your greatest treasure, whatever that is. So for her, it was the fact that she was, like, a nice, kind person. Yeah. It stole her humanity and turned her into Cheetah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that pissed me off the most. Because the whole core message of the movie... Was, you know, Maxwell Lloyd, he gets the stone, he wishes he was the wishing stone, he starts granting everyone's wishes, like he he goes and visits an Egyptian prince or something, and he asks what the prince wishes for, and he said, well, the only thing I wish for is for my homeland to be just my people's again, because of all of that mm-hmm. thing over there. And so it builds a giant wall that cuts off half of the population from the river, and so oh. it starts a revolutionary war. <laughs> And then oh. Maxwell Lloyd takes, like, his entire, like, private army as his personal bodyguards, because yeah. that's his greatest asset. And so he's like, cool, I'll take your your guys, because he's trying to get money for oil and become the richest, most powerful man ever. And mm-hmm. so he just goes and starts making everyone's wishes. <laughs> and, oh, uh, yeah, see, I'm getting to all the, the bads, because mm-hmm. then he goes to the president, uh-huh. who's Nixon, wait, 80s, Nixon? Reagan. 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 Yeah. Thank you. He goes Nixon Reagan. was impeached. <laughs> I am not a crook. I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he goes to Reagan and he's like, what's your greatest wish, president? And he was like, we just need more nuclear bombs. And I'm like, okay, no. Like, not every single no. politician no. is the most power-hungry, nu- nuclear-driven no. madman. So like that already was like, I mean, like... That is a trope that is severely overdone. Right. The government is always the enemy, and I'm not saying the government is perfect, but, like, (coughs) they always make it seem like they are the worst possible Mm -hmm. humans ever. And it's like, okay, come on. Well, and the fact that Reagan was a Republican and person making the movie could have been a Democrat. Yeah, it's, yeah, so, and it just, it added more fuel to the fire than it needed to be. Right. And it was just stuff like that. So that builds up and eventually Wonder Woman has to convince everyone to renounce their wish. And that's how she saves the day eventually. But that's a lot of wishes. Yes. I'm going to get to that. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is a lot. (laughs) I'm going to take up the whole episode myself. Um, That's okay. I am willing to listen. (laughs) You're willing to listen. I am willing to listen. I mean, we've gone off on several tangents. Oh, yeah. So Wonder Woman's wish is she wishes to have her boyfriend back. Uh-huh. Which makes sense. Yes. And she starts to lose her strength uh-huh. in return, her superpowers. Uh-huh. Yep. That's fine. That makes sense. But instead of just bringing her dead boyfriend back to life, like yeah. magically reincarnating his body because magic and bullshit, mm-hmm. they have him possess another person. He is inside another person, and they bring it up several times, but they never address the fact that that's creepy, (laughs) because she sleeps with him. What? Like, instantly. And he, like, looks at himself in the mirror, and when he's looking in the mirror, it's the other actor. It's Chris Pine. Well, yeah, and there's another guy playing, like, the body guy. The body of the boyfriend. Yeah. 
And so, like, he looks in the mirror and he's like, oh, like, this guy's not bad looking. And Wonder Woman's like, well, I only see you. And she only sees Chris Pine. And I'm like, boy, he's in another body. So they could have done, like, either not that. Yeah. And had her lose her powers. And sure, fine, she has to renounce her wish to get her superpowers back to fight the bad guy. Yeah. Or they could have gone with the, oh, well, it's morally wrong that we're basically putting this guy in the get out state of the, you're conscious, but you don't have control of your body. And you're right? just going to be controlled by this other guy forever. But they just ignore that completely. They never bring it up. They're like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Moving on. <laughs> it's so weird. Because that's like when people are possessing people on Supernatural. Yes. And they they are still present in the body. Yes, exactly. But they can just not do anything about it because the demon is taken over everything. Ah! Yeah. Well, they don't ever actually address whether no. the dude is conscious because at the end of the movie, yeah. that guy shows up and like says like, oh, hey, it's pretty because it's snowing because it's Christmas. And she's like, yeah, it is pretty. Like, they say something more corny than that. Mm. But, like, he shows up, but he doesn't say anything like, oh, you're the lady that slept with me. But, yeah, like, it doesn't address the fact that Wonder Woman is kind of sleeping with this guy that has no control over the fact that she's sleeping with him. And that raises all the red flags for me because... Yeah. That that is one area I won't go into because the whole reverse of that situation is usually a little bit more lighter looked upon when uh-huh. it's the woman. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. That I'm like, eh, no, that that's that's no. that's the line crosser for me. But yeah. I won't get mad at someone else that's like, well, I mean, it's not that bad. I won't yell yeah. at them for it because right. there are worse things to get upset at people for. I'll leave that one be. But that one's out. Mm. And Kyle hated that. He was like, he was like, why did he, why did he just come back? I mean, they made all this other bullshit happen. Why not just make him alive again? Yeah. Why they have to take over this other guy? It makes no absolute fucking sense. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, you're mad. No, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. He didn't bring up that point when we first watched it. He was yeah. like, I mean, that was that was that was weird. And then he was like, this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> stupid, stupid movie. Is anywhere in the comic books though that happens? Um, I truly don't know. Okay. I'm going to go with maybe. Yeah. But they handle it better in the comics. Probably, yeah. Because the comics are good. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was just. Just follow the damn comics. Yeah. Most of the comics. Well, Infinity War. Right. They just tweaked it a little bit and kind of improved it. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. But yeah, so that was. Or you completely dismantle it. That was dumb. And then the final fight. When Wonder Woman. So the only person she really had to convince to renounce his wish. Uh Was. Maxwell Lloyd, the dude who because became the wishing stone. he undone all the wish. He, he will undo all of them. If he did. And he actually had a decent arc where he was doing all of this because he wanted to be big and powerful and he uh-huh. wanted to be like a big, strong guy. And he has a son. Uh-huh. And his son's just like, I just want to spend time with you, dad. And he said, well, I'm going to make sure you get everything the world has to offer, son. Which is... Yeah. Yeah. So at the end, <clears throat> when he becomes the all-powerful wishing stone and can see everywhere, he sees his son as the world is getting destroyed. And he said, oh, the only thing I needed was the love of my son. Mm-hmm. So he could have renounced his wish for that. But no, Wonder Woman gives this whole long-ass speech about how life sucks and sometimes you just have to deal with it. And you should renounce your wish and just be happy with your lot in life. And convinces everyone in the world to renounce their wishes at once. And no amount of superhero 
life sucks, but you keep fighting through bullshit is going to convince every single person on the planet to no. announce their wishes. No. It's just not how humanity works. No. And on top of that, some of the wishes that it made that point, that whole lesson of you should just accept your life, lot in life. Yeah. With Barbara. Yeah. It's completely stupid. Because her wish was to be like Diana. The super nice, yeah. super pretty, super popular friend that yeah. she just made. She just wants to be more like her. Right. That's her wish. Yeah. And she gets her humanity taken away. So it's kind of a slap in the face to all the yeah. awkward girls that says, hey, your life sucks, but you got to fucking deal with it. Yeah. It could be worse. And it's like, that's not cool. No. That's not cool Because at all. all she wanted was a goddamn friend. Yeah. And for people to like her, that's a normal thing to yeah. want. And she gets punished for it. Wow. And that's super... And t- basically kind of turns into a monster for it. Yeah. Oh, and there, there's this one scene with her where it shows the most, like, toxic side of, like, feminism that's yeah. just kind of like, oh, really? Yeah. There's a creepy dude that hits on her in the park one night before she gets her powers on Diana kind of pushes him over and that's fine. And she's like, you need to go. And he just drunkenly goes off. And then she runs into him again and beats the ever loving shit out of him after she gets her new powers. Oh, Like she, she eggs him on and then beats the shit out of him. Oh no. And it's like, I mean, I know what you're trying to say, but like that's, you're definitely not going about it the right way manner yeah oh dear yeah and it was just it was just little stuff like that constantly and then my big one of my biggest like action things is in the trailer it shows her riding lightning Uh because in the comics she can use her lasso to catch lightning and ride it right and in the trailer it shows like 10 seconds of that i was like oh that's awesome they showed five seconds of her doing that trying to get to the last battle and then she never does it again what so the coolest new thing she can do, they show for five seconds. And then it's like, yeah, she is to get there faster. There you go. And I was like, awesome. No. The trailer version of that was longer. longer. <laughs> How disappointing. Yeah. So my my recommendation is like a, like a two and a half, maybe two out of five. Because it's not terrible. But you it can watch be so it. much better. It could have. Minor tweaks. Oh my god! Minor tweaks made it could have made it so much better. I would have even forgiven the the more campy shift. Yeah, if they had just made it a little more better. Yeah, a little more better. Yeah, more better. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of those points were Kyle's very much thought out. Mostly the um, the Maxwell Lord part where he was like, or no, 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 the the Chris Pine thing. He was like, why was he possessing? I was like, you're really upset about this. You are super upset, my friend. Yeah. Super upset. So, yeah, that was that was a big letdown. Oh I felt bad because I know how much he wanted to love it. Right? And I was like, that was not good. He tried. He tried. He tried so hard. He so, tried so hard. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. Poor baby. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah, one woman. <laughs> Why? You had so much potential. I know. I mean, um, what's her name that plays Wonder Woman? Um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. I mean, she's still wonderful. Who's also Israeli. Yes. I mean, she's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. She's still super, like, God, she's so pretty. She is so freaking pretty. She's so pretty. She is pregnant with her third kid. I saw that. Mm -hmm. I saw that. 
That was... Like, oh, my gosh. I know. And her husband's attractive, too. Of course, because why not? Because why not? So, I mean, she was still good in it. Oh, yeah. But it's like, oh, that's a disappointment. Yeah, it, it was a disappointment. It's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so, mine's definitely going to be short. Because, yeah. No, that's um, fine. I mean, fuck, I feel the most It's all good. Time. It's all good. Please, by all means, you feel that space. I did. Until I get used to what I'm doing. That's fine. Um, I'm good to do. So there was one book that I read. Okay. That I did not finish. <laughs> oh, no. Because it was that fucking annoying. And oh. boring. <laughs> and mind-numbing. Oh, no. And it's like, I, tr- I, I truly want to try it again, but it is... Mm. So it is called The Quick by Lauren Owen. Um, it was, I, it said I finished it on Goodreads. I didn't. Um, <gasps> you I think liar! I was finished with it. Um, <laughs> so it. it was really cool cover. Like it's, this isn't even the actual cover of what I have. It was more like a cityscape at the time. Ooh. But it did have kind of like that thing going on on the side. Like it looks like a torn yeah. page. And then it had... Like, the old-fashioned pages so that they're uneven on the side. So oh. it's like, ooh, it feels nice and old kind of in a way, even though it's brand new. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm going to read the description from the Goodreads <laughs> app. An astonishing debut, a novel of epic scope and suspense that conjures up all the magic and menace of Victorian London, um, London 1892. Ooh, sweet. The gas, you know, gaslight. Right. You know, Is that all it says? No. Um, okay. <laughs> there's, there's more, but it's like, ooh, it's supposed to be like, Yeah, like, ooh, like I mean, so far it hasn't yeah. really said anything yeah. other than the fact it takes place in Victoria, yeah. London, which does pique my interest, exactly. but it also hasn't told me anything. Yeah. And it says, James Norbury, a shy would-be poet, newly down from Oxford, uh, finds lodging with a charming young aristocrat. Through this new friendship... He is introduced to the drawing rooms of high society and finds love in an unexpected quarter. Then suddenly he vanishes without a trace. Unnerved, his sister Charlotte sets out from their crumbling country estate, ter- determined to find him. In the sinister labyrinthine labyrinthine city that greets her, she uncovers a secret world that the margins populated by unforgettable characters, a female rope walker turned vigilante, a street urchin with a deadly secret, and the chilling doctor knife. <laughs> But the answer to her brother's disappearance ultimately lies within the doors of one of the country's preeminent and mysterious institutions, the Agilis Club, whose members include the most ambitious and most dangerous men of England. In her first novel, Lauren Owen has created a fantastical world that is both beguiling and terrifying. The Quick will establish her as one of fiction's most dazzling talents. That, that... I don't fucking know what this book is about. <laughs> Quite literally... No idea what this book is about. Wow. And that's why I didn't finish it. Because when you were introduced to James Norbury, it is like trying to read through Jello. Oh. That you're just like, how, why am I supposed to care? Give me information why I should care about this guy. Why should I care about this guy? And all of a sudden he's gone. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's gone. And then here comes Charlotte and she's having to go on this adventure to find her brother and figure out what happened. But you're like, why should I care about her? Why should I care about Charlotte? I also thought it was about vampires at one point. Now I don't know. <laughs> wow. It was that droning and blah. Like nothing about it was that thing that finally kind of gets you that you're like, ooh, 
Where, Intrigue. Where, yeah, something yeah. happens where you really like a character yeah. or something catches you off guard and you say, ooh. Yeah. And at the time, it was just like, there is nothing about these people that I care about. How far did you make it? I think I made a third of the way. That's... And I mean, it was a book about this big. That's enough time yeah. to kind of start to establish why yeah. you should care. And I still have <clears throat> the book because I'm just like, maybe I should try it again. However, <laughs> it is one of those ones that once you start reading it, you're like, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. <laughs> because there is nothing about the story. There's nothing about the history. There's nothing about any of these, even those side characters that you're just like, oh, those were the ones that finally stood out for me. Uh-huh. Like, why wouldn't the freaking, like, rope walker turn vigilante be somebody that you could, like, really get into or something like that. Like, when they come on the scene, something cool happens. That premise alone sounds cool. (laughs) Nothing interesting happened. It was just droning and blah and bleh. And it just kept going. And I was just like, this is not at all what I expected. And it wasn't even one that I had, like, known a bunch of, like, hype about. Uh Uh-huh. It was one of those ones where I'm like, man, this cover kind of looks cool. The back cover reading the, you know, like, not the dust cover because it was a paperback. Uh-huh. But reading the back, your description, I'm like, ew, cool. I don't know why I thought it was about vampires because fuck if I know <laughs> what it's about anymore. Don't know what it's about. Literally so confusing. And I'm sure she's a great writer. I don't know if she has anything else. Let me see. She said that's Ding her first Dong. book. That's her first book. Um, it looks like she's got a book. That was Dream Extra, but I don't know what that is. A short story of connection. Don't know if I'm going to read a short story of connection. <laughs> um, and then it looks like there's some vegan. She may have, um, like, increasing your joy, confidence, clarity, coaching. <laughs> I don't know if that's her as well, but. She had a lot to be left to desiring. Was it just exposition dumping? It was just expo dumping. And like trying to be descriptive of the area and stuff, but it wasn't intriguing enough. Kind of like, like the the bed sat in the middle of the room yeah. underneath the single window, yes. and to the right of the bed sat a table with yeah. a stereo on top, and yeah. on the other side was a dresser with a plant. And, and it was just da 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 da. Like I tried to go and find it, and I think I finally took it off my bookshelves and put it in one of my storage containers. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time, I just sit there and stare at it and be like, "What the what the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> Like, it was a person. You mock me. Yeah, like, it was a person that was (laughs) having an argument with me, and I'd be like, what's your problem? Tell me what your problem is so I can figure it out, so I can read you. I just want to figure you out. And it was... I don't know if it's because at the time, like, I was rereading, like, Jim Butcher again, so I was definitely in that world where there's a lot of personalities, Uh a lot of story, and just a lot of stuff that makes sense to me. And I had also read... What is that one? It was, um, like a Victorian novel, but it also had, like, superpowers. Um, oh. Shit. Well, there is what one. What was that one? Um, There's one that I know of, but I don't know if it's the same one you're thinking what of. What is it? I'm going to look it up because I don't remember yeah. the name I'm thinking of. Oh, shoot. What is that book? Um, is it in my red? I thankfully have officially gotten to that point where I have read enough books where I'm like, have I actually read that one or do I just think I've read that one? 
Oh, those are ones to read. Oh, here it is. Um, Gail Carriger. Um, it was the um soul the parasol protectorate series. Oh, um, I don't know that one. That was a really good one. I have that if you want to borrow it. Okay. Um, so it was just kind of like she was. Oh, she was the one I was trying to think really, of. Really freaking cool. The one I was trying to think of is called A Great and Terrible Beauty by Leba Bray. Oh, I've heard of that title, but I don't think I've actually read that one. I think I do. I I think one time I was like, ooh, look at that cover. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've read the first one and I think there's four. Mm. I need to reread it because it's been a long time. But yeah, same kind of thing. Victorian England, there was like an alternate magical dimension. Yes. And that's... I remember it was a good book. Yeah. I remember I need, wanted to read more. Yes. And then I didn't. And then you didn't. <laughs> and then I did. So I was, one of my friends sent me the series uh, from Boston. Oh. Medford area. Um, and it was, it's, the first book is called Soulless because she does not have a soul. Mm. Um, it's a steampunk paranormal romance novel by Garrett Carriger. Um, it was published in 2009 by Orbit Books. Soulless is the first book in a five-novel Parasol Protectorate series, each featuring Alexia Terabody, a woman without a soul, as its lead character. And so it was like, she's solving crimes. There's some supernatural, paranormal shit going on. I'm going to write that down. The Parasol, you said? Yeah, Parasol Protectorate. And this is what the first book looks like. Oh, that's a dope cover. So I was just like... That was the kind of area I was in where it was really well-developed characters and maybe not so subtle types, Mm -hmm. which I'm always trying to figure out, like, why is this person a writer? Why did they get, you know, published? What was so good about them that somebody said, I want to make this book happen and I want people to read this thing? But for me, Mm -hmm. it was like stale crackers. (laughs) Just, it was mealy. And not in a great way. It was hard to digest. It was just one of those ones where you're just like, Pleh. you want to spit it back out. Yeah, it's it's not enough to make yeah. you vomit, but you yeah. just go. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. you just kind of spit out the crumbs. <laughs> it was just it just did not freaking work for me. Aww. And it's like now I literally don't know what this book is about. <laughs> you read the description because at one point I thought it had a vampire in it. <laughs> I mean, your memory is impeccable because right? when I don't like something, I don't remember it. Yeah. You remember everything. Oh, I remember the stuff that I love about it and the stuff that I hate about it and the stuff that I was indifferent to. And this book, it was just and like... you read the description. You got a third of the way. That's yeah. enough to be like, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I was just like, why should I care about these people? I don't understand why I should care. And... That's usually a big part And it's hard for me to stories. not finish a book. I know. That's why when yeah. you said you didn't finish it, I was like, say, what? I am not somebody who just does not finish a book, except for Percy Jackson. Hate that shit. I got to the part where they were at, like, the carnival or something. Mm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is just Harry Potter with gods! And I threw that crap across the room. I mean, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. <laughs> no. I did enjoy this It books, definitely though. has a whole different, you know, it has a whole different genre, but for me... It had too many parallels, which I can, I can totally yes. appreciate exactly. that opinion. And because, when yeah. something like like when you read something, I could have read Percy Jackson first, had it come out first, and been totally into that. And then when I read Harry Potter, I'd been like, "This is a rip off that." Yeah, which I mean, yeah. I can I can understand that. But that's why I thought, "Ooh, if I loved Harry Potter, it's one of those. If you love this, you must love this too." And I was just like, "Oh, I don't." Well, and plus, 
Greek mythology. Yeah. That usually I love doesn't... Greek mythology. Exactly. I love Greek and Roman mythology. Roman's a little weirder than Greek. Agreed. Um, but totally agreed. Yeah, it's a little a little more <laughs> even though they got some fucked up stuff going on with Greeks, still the Romans is like, well, that's weirder. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> cranked it up to like 13. Mm-hmm. They said, Oh, we like that shit, but we like weirder shit. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna take your stuff. It's like the the can I copy your homework? Yeah, just no. change it a little so the teacher doesn't know you copied. No. That's yeah. that's what I always think with the Romans. Yes. It just yeah. They just copied. It's close just, but different. Yeah. It's close but different. And yeah, just that that's the only big one for me that has been that kind of like I just don't understand. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask Kyla because she's the exact same way as yeah. you. If she it, it takes a lot for her not yeah. to finish a book. Exactly. She recently just finished the third wheel of time. Okay. I remember her telling me because she had a hard time getting through the second one. Mm-hmm. She had to restart it like three different times. Right. Or like try to get through it because she yes. said the first one was amazing. Yeah. She said it was awesome. They had this great fight and then yeah. the second one starts and they're traveling again and yeah. she's like but you just fought the people and now you're doing nothing. nothing. And she finally got through it now she's in the third one. She said right. the third one's good. I understand why the second one exists. Right. But it was a slog. Right. And you know, when you read something like Tolkien, like Lord of the Rings, there's so much exposition. But that one kept my freaking interest the entire time. I can't have an opinion because I haven't read the books. Oh, see, and I was somebody who was never interested in reading that at all. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I heard somebody go, there are rings, I'm like, oh, those freaking weirdos. Like, I did the same thing with Harry Potter because I was, like, ten years older than everybody who watched Harry Potter and read Harry Potter at first. Right. So I was just like, why? It's just another Pokemon, Pog, <laughs> whatever Tamagotchi bullshit kids have now. Like, why should I care? Mm-hmm. And then when book four, book five was about to come out, I finally borrowed the books from somebody. And then I, t- like, less than 24 hours, I read the first book. Yep. And I was like, fuck. I love this book. You're like, fuck, I get it. Yep. You damn kids. You damn kids. So then it was like, I just plowed through all the other four. And then by the time I got to the end of four, five came out in paperback. Mm -hmm. And then I got that. And by then I had watched some of the movies and I was just like, oh my God, I love it. Um, So like, as soon as I started to, I finally said, okay, I'll read Lord of the Rings. I got Lord of the Rings, and it was the one that had the movie covers on it. Oh. <laughs> and it had The Hobbit. I agree. And I slogged through The Hobbit myself. I know some people love The Hobbit so fucking much. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Kyle and, Kyle's yeah. read The Hobbit. Yeah. He tried to read Fellowship of the yeah. Ring. I have not tried any right. of them. I kind of, I well, want, I want to try. Those, when the books were the movie books, they were this thick. I have the slightly taller ones with the like, not the fancy cover, but the nicer cover with, oh. like, the tree and Ooh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know which one you're talking about. So they're slightly thinner. But as soon as I got through Hobbit, because I'm, no, I'm like, I know I need to read The Hobbit because then I'll have some background. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember the cartoon, but not well. Oh, geez. I wasn't oh, man, I remember super that. into that either. That I was definitely a Disney kid in more ways than others. Yep. So that art style definitely kind of made me go, Ugh. Or you say that's Where it's like different. real brown and yeah. the line is weird. You they know. kind of look like they were drawn over a yeah. Um, projector. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really rudimentary kind of earthy kind of animation. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I did Fellowship of the Ring, I was literally like, it was in my hand all the damn time. <laughs> it's like doing things, book in the hand. 
And see, that's what I keep hearing is you either think, you either say, I understand why the story is good, but I can't get through the books. Right. Or you love the books. Yeah. And I kind of want to just see which one I am. I'll definitely do an audiobook for those because the wordiness will definitely get lost upon me. Oh, and like some of the, some of his terms and stuff. I definitely had to read some of the sentences three or four times where I was like, wait. And then if I, if I, I don't have the, the language right. Yes, yeah. exactly. You, it, it's Jane. That's actually kind of a, a genius point to Jane Eyre. Yeah. Cause I've, yes, I don't think I ever finished Sense and Sensibility. I think I started it, Uh huh. but I could actually understand it. Yeah. Jane Austen. Yeah. yeah. Did I say Jane? Jane Eyre is, is their book. Is a book character book. Yes. Lovely book. Love that fucking book. I stayed up till three in the morning finishing that fucking book. I do need to read yes. it. January is intense. Yes. It's intense. I, I know the basis of yes. the story. But and I was just like, what? I do need to read it. But it yeah. doesn't take much of a, a mind shift to read her yeah. stories. Yeah. You can follow it pretty well. Oh, yeah. I would just like, uh, at first I had a struggle with Pride and Prejudice. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why do we want to know how much he makes a year? Is it important? Yeah, yeah. And then you find yeah. out it is important. And, and then you're you, like, like, I watched like some of the miniseries, like just a clip of the miniseries on like YouTube or something uh-huh. with Colin Firth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin Firth. <huh>? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was like, oh okay. <laughs> I just had to get, I had to get the language. I had to get the reason why they are always taking walks, and you know, <laughs> and, and why they can't be alone with a man, and yes. why they have to go to all these parties and yes, do all and the things, and why yeah. they don't, you know, why they are actually a drain on money for a parent rather than the son, because the son brings the money and the girls drain the and money. Y- and yet they have, yeah. you know, cottages they go to yes. with a maid and a butler. Yeah. And oh, we're so poor, and you just go, huh? But you have a maid and a butler. And you have tea yeah. every day in yeah. the countryside of England. And you have a books and in the things. Yeah, so and the dresses, yeah. and you go summering and <laughs> yeah. And then once, well, and, I mean, obviously, yeah. once you understand, you're yeah. like, I like this. I want yeah. to learn more. And then I just plowed through Pride and Prejudice, and I'm like, oh. And then at first I thought I would not like Jane Eyre, and then I'm like, oh. My God. And then <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, what? <laughs> can't leave it i gotta finish it i was like this is gonna suck but tomorrow's gonna suck but i'm gonna do it now <laughs> but if i don't do this yeah. now i won't sleep anyway yeah. this book had none of those things none <laughs> of those damn things this book had none of those things even the two towers for which everybody doesn't like that movie for lord of the rings and everybody hates that book not everybody hates that book but a lot of people who have read it and are not super into the story don't like it because Two Towers is setting up for Return of the King. It's another, like, the whole movie is a lot of exposition. And setting up. It's setting it up. But it's, if you don't have yeah. it, then the last one doesn't work. It's it's kind of like season seven of Supernatural, where you're just like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that they don't like each other. I don't like this. I don't like any of this. I don't like any of it. I don't like that Cass yeah. is missing for literally most of it. Exactly. I don't understand. I don't like the Leviathans. I don't like the fucking shit. But then once you get later yeah. on, you say, well, I guess we kind of needed it. Yes. We needed it, but man, it was torturous. I still understood all of book two in the Lord of the Rings series. I still got it. <laughs> I still was invested in it. This book, I was like, I couldn't be less invested. And I don't know why. <laughs> well, something. And it's been six years since I've read it, but it's still the one of those things that just sticks out in my mind where I'm just like, you... And I don't make sense. I don't understand. 
I gotta figure you out. But at the same time, I like I don't want to figure out because I've hardly read books in the last four years. Um, and if I'm gonna read a book, I want one that's going to keep my interest. Yeah, I've like read like. I mean, I would then. I would say that a third of the way through the book is a yeah. decent enough try. Yeah. And there just might sometimes be yeah. ones that you just don't... You, they just don't jive. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some, some movies have done that for me where I'm just like, Ugh. But then I was in a different mood when I watched it again, and I was like, oh, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, was I just in a weird-ass mood for a certain kind of book, and this was just not the kind of book I was looking for? Which is fair, yeah. but... And I who knows? Maybe I'll dig that book out wherever it is, and I'll look through it, and if it doesn't capture me, then I'm going to say, you and I must part ways. I am sorry. I will find you a new home. However, goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Just, mm. And then only one other movie that I can think of that pisses me off, and I didn't even have expectations of it, <laughs> but it disappointed me so greatly. Serial Mom. Oh, yeah. You've told me about that one. The most infuriating fucking movie I've ever ever met in my life. Had the displeasure of seeing yes. through your eye holes. The entire thing just made me mad. Mad. <laughs> oh my god. And it was, she just got away with murder literally the entire time. In all of these ways that shouldn't make sense. And it was a John Waters movie, so he did Crybaby, he did Women Trouble, he did all those cult classic movies. Oh. Um... And this was one of his movies, and I didn't understand it. <laughs> because she just kept getting away with murder. I mean, seeing as how that we enjoy true crime so much, yeah. I can understand why that's... Yeah, infuriating. Yeah, because when it's someone who's clever and cunning and yeah. utterly terrifying, then it's oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah, this because was not. Because it's terrifying. This was not. This was just... It was literally out there and so obvious and so over the top that I was just like, what are you guys getting at? I don't get it. What is happening? I don't want to see So, so oh. I, I forget. Explain it to me. Why was she getting away with murder? Was she just like, oh, look at how sexy I am. Ha 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 ha. Or was it more... It was literally like, like trying to be the perfect mom and the perfect like bake sale mom oh, ew. At, at school. Like, like and, 1950s but, I Love Lucy. Yeah, but then she was like a psychopath who was just blatantly killing people right off. Like, just obviously. And then even when they got to the point where she was actually in court for all these murders, like, killing her daughter's best friend or something like that because she didn't like her. And, like, Ricky Lake was the daughter in this movie. Oh, God. Ricky Lake was also in Crybaby. Um, she was a pregnant teenager in Crybaby. She was a drape. Um, so it was, like, the wrong side of the tracks kind of people. Oh, okay. Um, and it was just all these convoluted things that didn't make sense where you're just like, what is this movie? What is happening? Huh. And I have tried to read the synopsis of it, and I just sit there and I like go into an absolute rage trying to read that. <laughs> because it was just so aggravating. Oh, God. It was so aggravating. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound good. And I love John Waters, so I was just like, why does this movie just hit me so wrong? Because <laughs> it's every yeah. horrible trope in yeah. a murder mystery or murder whatever. And it was almost like it was trying to be a murder comedy in a way. Because it was, like, set in the 80s, so it was, like, really pastel-y and, like, really light white and stuff. Okay. And it was just... It was so weird. It was, like, some of those um, clips from American Psycho or something. Oh. That you see Christian Bale in. But that's actually a good movie. <laughs> but, you like, all of his, like, really over-the-top, like, killing scenes and stuff. It was like that, but then also trying to be comedy. Oh, God. So it was just weird. I mean, it, it, at least... Yeah. 
it just made me very uncomfortable and angry and awkwardly feeling inside. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound good. No. It sounds yeah. kind of the worst. Yeah, like when you're trying to watch a movie for like some kind of enjoyment, even though, well, I mean, I don't even know what people do for scary movies if they enjoy that or they like the fear sensation or something, but... Yeah, the adrenaline yeah. rush, which I think is part of it. I do, yeah. yeah, I do like to read the synopsis for yeah. horror movies if they're good. But then they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. I do remember reading the synopsis for Babadook. Uh-huh. And it was actually... I read that. Did you? And I made that mistake of thinking about it when my dad was out of town. And then I'm oh, like... Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it is scary, but yes. it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. The only... The one kind of horror that I do want to watch, but mm-hmm. I'm also scared to yeah. because it's the horror. Japanese. <laughs> no. Because no. they do it too well. They do it too well. They do the psychological. They do creepy they and do psychological. Creep. Yeah. Uh, I, and creepy is what really is the worst part. It, it is. Um, I actually want to watch um, P- uh, Peel's movies. Uh-huh. Get Out and yeah. um, Us. Yes. I want Those to... are definitely psychological. Yeah, I've I read the synopsis to both of yes, them. Yes, so I have. I... I have two. It's yeah, sounds disturbing. Good, yeah, but <laughs> incredibly disturbing. Oh yeah, in not even like a supernaturally monstery kind of way. It's just like human. Yeah. Well, it's a little. It's a little bit, but like mostly, it's like people. And, yeah, it's and it's like psychology. Extreme, yeah, it's like and, extreme circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah, absolutely. It's like psychology and um, like historical reference to being black in America, kind of thing. Oh yeah, there's a lot so... of political and a lot of race. Oh yeah, things and. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of but God, strong how, ideas. How can someone so yeah. fucking funny yeah. be the creepiest motherfucker? Yeah. Creepiest, serious. Yeah. Well, that's usually what <clears throat> funny people are. They re- they can really get creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he, he's on a different level. Yeah, the, he's differently. And yeah. I, I've heard his... Um, Twilight Zone? Yeah, yeah, is pretty good. Is it? I've heard he, he does it really well. It's it's kind of like the old Twilight yeah. Zone where not every single episode is a winner. Right. But most of them, like the ones that are good, they're like... Mm. They really get under your skin and make you... Yeah. I think... out and think. I know that he has redone a couple of the more famous ones. Uh-huh. Just gave him a new fresh of paint yeah. and did them pretty well. Yeah. I don't know which ones because I'm not... Oh, that would be interesting to like watch the old ones versus the new ones and see how Ooh. it compares. I'd be down. Yeah. Yeah, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone is kind of the tippy top of like my most comfortable zone because yes. I can handle it. But it can get it can it, get it's sneaky creepy. It's sneaky creepy, yeah. which I can handle yeah. that. Yeah. And then I think maybe get out and us is about my like yeah. <laughs> I'm getting real uncomfortable here. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I was gonna. I was gonna tell you too. Another small thing since when you see this has actually gone on quite a while. <gasps> you filled up a lot of time. As <laughs> um, if you have any access to it, watch. I'll be gone on the dark documentary yes. on HBO Max. Yes, I don't know if I have that ability, but if there's like a you know a seven day trial or something, I'm all there is. That shit. There is. That's <laughs> well. I was gonna watch it within the seven days. I watched the yeah. first episode and then. Stuff happened. Stuff happened. And then I forgot to cancel it. So I was like, I'll watch it and then I'll cancel it. And it's it's really good. Nice. It's phenomenally filmed. Yay! It's 
creepy enough where it gives you the information. And for anyone who doesn't know what I'll Be Gone in the Dark is, it's the story of the Golden State Killer. Yes. Um, Joseph D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. He murdered 13 people. He raped 50 women. Yep. It's a horrifying story. Yeah. Horrifying. And he was yeah. only uh, sentenced last year. Yes. So it's a very recent. It was late 70s, early 80s. 86 yeah. is when he stopped. Yep. And um, like it's 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 a horrifying thing. It's yeah. horrifying that it's not actually not that like. And old. then he was living among people for so long. Oh yeah, no, he was seventy two when he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hi there, wobbles. We have a wobbles. Oh hi. And, you're so uh, sleepy. Stay away from the edge, please. Yeah. So and um, because you're high up and you're a long dog. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. But um, yeah, it's most of the episodes talk about the case and also mixes in. The story of Michelle. Yes. So, and yeah. Yeah. And God, it's just, it's so sad yes. how she died. Yes. It's so sad. Yep. I realized how sad it was, and then I watched this. Yeah. And it's so sad. Oh, yeah. When everybody's talking about her and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Can't and, wait. I gotta and, watch it. And it's just really well shot. They have, they have. Paul Holes. They have Paul Holes. They have Paul Haynes. Uh-huh. The kid. Yep. The yep, kid. Her researcher. Yep. And they have um, a little bit of Billy Jensen. Nice. He's not too much. Karen's in it a little yes. bit. Talking about Michelle. And Patton. Patton's in it quite yes. a bit. Um, they also have some of the survivors. Oh, they have some of cool. They have some of the victims. Very cool. It's cool to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. It's also just so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, I think... It, I'm sorry for names. The, the, I feel yeah. bad about this one, but... I think it was like the 10th victim. She was the one that played at the piano who was like 15. Yes. They had her. Yeah. And they were all just like, oh my God. Yeah. Just seeing them is incredible. And then in the last episode, they talked about D'Angelo himself because most of it was Michelle's story. Mm -hmm. And then her research, her research, what he did. Yes. The timeline. Well, when it the, was just basically this boogeyman that they couldn't find and yes. they couldn't catch him. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. the last episode, they talked about D'Angelo himself mm-hmm. and they actually had his nephew and his cousin on there. Really? Yes. Oh. And like they didn't have, because oh. I didn't know this, he was living with his daughter uh-huh. and his granddaughter when he was arrested. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't know that one either. All and I knew s- is that Paul went to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talks about that a little bit, yes. how he sat outside, and he was like, I wonder if this could be the guy. I could go up and talk to them. Yeah. And then and it was, was like, like his last day, mm-hmm. being an officer on that yep. case and on that yeah. Beat. Oh, yeah. And it showed a video of when they caught him and they, they were filming Patton because yeah. he came down. Because they were in New York doing the mm-hmm. uh, book release. Yes. And they were like, hey, Patton, how you doing? And oh, it was just seeing his face. He was like, I wish you were pointing that camera at Michelle. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, funny man. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. But yeah, just listening to his family members, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Is you real, yeah. you realize someone in your family is literally the worst possible yeah. human being. Yep. And yeah, like I cried a lot. So yeah. I was just like, there's so much human emotion. Yeah. And it's like intense. Yeah. But very it, important. Very, very important. It's not fictionalized. It's no. Real. And <laughs> yeah. And yeah, but they didn't, they didn't have any bullshit, yeah. stupid reenactments. Yeah. They talked about the bullshit, stupid reenactments they used uh-huh. to make, like, in the yes. 90s and... 
where they were like wearing a red slip and yes, yes, how they sexualize yes, yes the reenactments. Yeah, yeah. Karen actually talked yeah. about it. She yeah. said she remembers watching those and being like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. So and it, I wouldn't say I'd watch it at night, like the whole thing, right? But you could watch an episode at night and be okay. Oh yeah, because they talk about stuff, but it's not the same as reading the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> where. She goes into quite a bit of detail. Yes. But she also Indeed. talks about the victims like mm-hmm. they're human. Exactly. So, but and yeah. not just sensationalized. Yeah. Or... And it's it's six hour long episodes. Nice. So it's not too long. Sweet. I gotta, I gotta watch it. Because too much time has passed. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Yee! my last minute recommendation. Because we talked about enough stupid bullshit. Now we'll talk about real life actual bullshit that was really interesting yeah, exactly <laughs> that like brings it. it around right it brings it around sure i love it <laughs> well we've Hi. heard a couple of people have started listening to us Ooh, hello hello like our like my good friend david welcome <laughs> hi david david and ew, we, david ew, david <laughs> but we love you david yes we David and I make fun of Kyle. <laughs> he's he's my making fun of Kyle buddy. Nice. So, but hey, recommend. Yes. We'll start spreading it around. We're trying to post more pictures on the Instagrams because yes. people like pictures. Exactly. And pictures we, and stories. Pictures and stories. Stories and pictures. Yeah. And oh. pupper dogs yeah, and Tobins. We'll, we'll post the Tobins helping us record. Mr. Tobin. <laughs> so what is the Instagram. Instagram is suspending reality podcast. All one word. No underscores. None of that bullshit. <laughs> none, of, none of the bullshit. None of the bullshit. I'm trying to get and and what is the twitter the twitter is suspend underscore reality slightly different than the instagram yes (laughs) and suspendies yes happy spring happy spring (laughs) we are one day and let's see what happens yes (gasps) yeah buddy yes keep nice pet animals toby says good night keep them safe Keep them indoors.